Hey guys, it's your girl Bree. Welcome to It's Black and White. Um, today's word is such a heavy word, but um, it needs to be released. So um, I do pray that it will bless you. Matter of fact, I'm going to say a quick prayer right now. Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you so much, God, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for your truth. I pray, Father God, today, God, as I speak to your people, as I minister to your people, as well as myself in this word, Father God, that you will humble me, Father God. I pray that only your words will come out of my mouth. I pray, Father God, that you that I lower myself. Yes, I humble myself to you right now, Father God, and I magnify you. I lift you up, Lord, on this podcast and in this episode um in every episode but uh specifically today we're speaking of right now so we just thank you lord we praise you lord and um we pray god that your word will stay with us in jesus mighty name amen um so i hope you guys are doing good better than good actually um i myself you know um Nothing's really changed as far as um, what's going on in my life. But, you know, as I continue to dig in God's word, as I continue to praise him and just focus on the goodness, his goodness, you know, um, I've noticed that there's been a shift in myself. Um, I do feel like things are moving in the spirit as well, but I can say that lately I've been having a better, more like a better attitude, I guess you could say. So I'm praying the same for you guys, um, that we just trust God, that we stand and know like this isn't going to be forever, okay? So oh, it's enough of that. Let me um jump right in, okay? So um, God showed me that there were... Um, there are a lot of people who have broken hearts because they were hurt by the church. Um, I personally, you know, did not want to give this word because I myself, I'm still healing from hurt, you know, by the church. And when I say the church, I don't mean, uh, an actual church building per se, um, or a, a specific group of people. Like, I'm not saying, like, oh, this church, church of, I don't know, make up a name, church of truth hurt me. Like, no, I'm saying, like, members of the church, certain members of the church, different churches actually have um, let me down. And so, personally, you know, I felt like I've been mistreated by um, older women. And so I've been healing from that. And um, y'all, this too is a word for me, like a right now word, you know, for me. Um, I do know that no one is perfect, which is understood. Um, but I'm speaking about the people um, who just never repented, I guess, to me. Maybe there's someone who just never repented to you. You know, they've never given us a, a sincere apology. And I guess what hurts the most is when people do something really foul and they don't even see that what they did was wrong or they just did not care. Like, for me, that's where I'm more deeply hurt. Um, not really that they made a mistake, but the fact that they didn't see anything wrong with it and they didn't try to 
fix it or make it right. I myself am a very forgiving person and I learned that, you know, a lot of people, I can't expect me from other people. And for me, it's like if you can come to me and admit that you're wrong and be accountable, I'm like, okay, you know, I might need time to heal, but I, I, I don't turn my back on people really. That's just not my heart. And so um, I just just couldn't understand specifically why older women, older women mistreated me and still wouldn't apologize, you know, and it was just, it was just crazy to me. But anyway, um, I don't, I don't really want to get into that, but I just know that God has called us all to be vessels for him and we are to speak the truth in love. Um, I've noticed a pattern really where the pain has come from is just when, if I didn't receive the word from somebody, whether it was biblical or not, it could be just something not scriptural, you know, nothing God given, just normal conversations. I felt like if I didn't do what they wanted or if I didn't agree with them, then, you know, they took it personally, I guess, because then that's when all the animosity and that's when the passive aggressive and that's when, you know, I'm being rebuked subconscious, not subconsciously, um, subliminally through parables in the Bible and stuff like it just it would get really ridiculous. Stuff like that is what I'm talking about, the stuff that I had to deal with. And so I don't know, it's it's just it's bad. So I don't know, like, if you guys can agree or, you know, whatever your story is, is just know that you were mishandled. Okay. And God is saying today that he has been misrepresented. You know, hurt people hurt people. And the people who bring shame and condemnation in any kind of way and for whatever reason are the same people who are bound themselves okay um people will use the word of god to beat you with i don't know i mean for me i've experienced that people who literally use the word of god and say that god told them something but it was so harsh and i was so broken like just because of what i felt like god said you know um but I can almost guarantee you guys that every person who has made you feel terrible about any sin, any struggle, or whatever reason, um, whatever reason, they themselves are dealing with their own closets of sins. They're dealing with their own baggage, their own pain, their own rejections, like all that negativity stuff they have their own stuff going on. Okay. Now I'm not judging anyone because I myself, you know, I still, I know that I still need to be better in certain areas. Um, nobody is perfect, but there's a difference between, you know, having pride and never admitting your faults and, you know, you making a mistake or even doing something intentionally. I'm not going to lie. I've done stuff intentionally before because I was upset. I was in my feelings, you know, I was in my flesh. But it, it's a difference between that and you just owning that, <laughs> you know, not owning it, but uh, justifying the, your pride, justifying uh, your wrongs. And then you humbling yourself and admitting it like you know I was wrong and then you try to make things right there's a difference between that so I pray that 
um, God will show you who those people are and that God would even show you if maybe you were that person. Okay. Um, the enemy just wants us to believe that every Christian is harsh. Every Christian is a hypocrite and that there is no truth in God, but that is a lie. It is a straight lie. The people who hurt you, the people who, who hurt me, they were just used by the enemy simply put they were just used okay so um i just want you guys to just be i guess to understand that the people in the church may look a certain way they may sound a certain way they may present themselves a certain way but i just want to caution you to really ask God for discernment. And I say that because that's how I was deceived and hurt. Because I went based on what it looked like and what it sounded like. These people who I've never would have thought would have handled me and treated me a certain way were probably the most godly, the most godly looking people. Like, honestly, if, if I were to sit you guys down and show you guys who did what to me, and if I were to um go in detail about the mistreatment you guys would be so shocked because the things that I was experiencing was like straight demonic so it wasn't even just you know just being mistreated it was like straight evil so I just want to caution you guys about that but God has a word about that just so you know about these people um because there are all types of spirits you know like religious people with a religious spirit so they look and sound like it you know the spirit of mockery so people can make it look real and it just not be of course we know about false prophets um and that's just to name a few um even for myself right i know who i am in my heart but you don't know that so i always challenge people like you go and you pray whatever it is that's coming out of my mouth you pray and you ask god to give you confirmation if this already isn't because i'm a human being we're all human beings and the only person who is perfect and pure is the lord you know um and i just say that just to say like we're all human so I don't know. I don't know if I'm all over the place. Let me just jump into the to the um, scripture. <laughs> this is such a difficult word that I'm giving because I'm like, <sighs> I'm still healing, literally still healing. Okay, so, um, and I guess I'll share something with you guys, something personal. Um, The reason why this word is so hard is because just yesterday, I was hurt pretty badly by someone that I really trusted in. And like just yesterday, I've had this word prepared for about a week and I've just been studying it. And we know how the enemy is, right? So just yesterday, something, I got hit really hard and I'm just... um, 
trying to give this word but as i give the word is literally ministering to me at the same time so forgive me if i'm not flowing as smoothly as i would like to um i'm literally like right there with you with you guys okay so um today i'm going to be reading from ezekiel chapter 8 um verses 12 13 and 16 okay and it says, now, real quick, um, what happened here is um, God, I don't know, actually. I don't know if God gave Ezekiel a, a vision. I'm believing he gave him a vision. I don't know if he's asleep or awake, but God is showing him what's happening in the church. And that's why this is this word is so relevant today, <laughs> because it's still, it's still happening. But let me read it, okay? So he said to me, um, son of man, have you seen what the elders of Israel are doing in the darkness, each at the shrine of his own idol? They say, the Lord does not see us. The Lord has forsaken the land. Again, he said, you will see them. Well, you will see them doing things that are even more detestable. That is 12 and 13. Let me see. 16. I guess I could just keep reading. Let me just keep reading. Okay. Um, then he brought me to the entrance of the north gate of the house of the Lord. And I saw women sitting there mourning the God Tammuz. Tam um, he said to me, do you see these son of man? You will see things that are even more detestable than this. He then brought me into an inner court, um, to, into the inner court of the house of the Lord. And there at the entrance of the temple between the portico and the altar were about 25 men with their back towards the temple of the Lord and their faces down, um, their faces toward the east. They were bowing down to the sun in the east. You guys, God sees, okay? What's what's being said right here is that literally the people, the the church, right? The people of the church, the people who we look at that are almighty, these people who I don't care who they are, pastors, deacons, ushers, praise dancers, whoever, the people in the church who care and maybe not, right? Maybe they could literally just be the congregation. Right. Just people who, you know, who attend church regularly. OK, people who can spit out all kinds of scriptures on the fly. Right. Those type of people who we look at and they look like true women and men of God. God is saying right here that even in the church, they're disrespecting him. Even in the church, they're worshiping other idols on God's like land was considered his temple, God's temple, like how more disrespectful could you be? That is like crazy, right? And if we like read those few scriptures, we see that God is like telling Ezekiel like, oh, but there's more, but there's more, but there's more. These people do not have God sitting on their hearts. Okay. Instead, they are going around committing sins and believing that God does not see them. These are the people who are shaming us and saying, oh, how dare you do this and this or judging us 
when they themselves are doing stuff, if not even worse than what we have done, than what we, you know, like, it's really, really, really crazy. <laughs> it's really, really crazy to me. But, um, but God is saying he sees it and there's judgment because these people who were supposed to help us, these people who were, were supposed to pour into us, who were supposed to do whatever it is that they were supposed to do, because we all have assignments. They've hurt us, and a lot of us decided not to go back to church. A lot of us decided to turn our backs on God because of these people, because these people misrepresented God. And so, I mean, look, it's very normal. It's very natural for us to to think that. You know what I mean? It's like when we, I don't know if you've encountered, um, you know, you go to a restaurant and the the service is bad. All of a sudden, you don't want to go to that whole restaurant or maybe no other chain of that restaurant. You go to one Chick-fil-A, that you had a bad experience. Now you probably don't ever want to go to a Chick-fil-A because of that one person or those people at that one place that you went to. It is the same. Understand because this is deeper obviously than Chick-fil-A. This is life and death. People who don't want to give their hearts to God and feel like they can't trust God because the people who are supposed to handle us handle didn't handle us right. They're supposed to be representing God. They don't understand how serious this calling is. To be a servant of God, you have to serve for God. Instead, these people take on these roles like it's their identity and just want to be praised and looked at and just worshipped almost it's really really sad but I'm here to tell you that that's not Christianity that's not who God is those people misrepresented God and God wants you you guys it's only by the grace of God that I am still a Christian because the way that I got hurt (laughs) I promise you I'm like If this is what Christianity is, I don't want nothing to do with it. It made me question everything. God literally had to pull me out of that dark place by himself. By himself. So I'm telling you guys, be open to God. Be open to God and let him heal you. Because those people were just jacked up. Those people need prayer. Those people need deliverance. Okay? Um, there's another uh, scripture I want to give you. Um, well, God led me to give you guys is, um, second Timothy chapter three, verses one through five, and then verse seven. And it says, mark this, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, uh, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lover, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Now, I'm going to stop right there. You guys... Because this is in the word, right? 
this this is God's word for us Christians, right? God sh- like showed me that obviously when we see that we're not thinking of people who don't believe in God. We're not thinking of people who don't even claim Christianity, who don't even claim Christ. That's not who we're that's not who we're thinking of when we read this. What God is saying is these are the people who are in the church. These are literally Christians, quote unquote, who are doing these things, who are behaving this way. These are their characteristics now because we're in the last days. But verse five says, having a form of godliness, but denying its power, have nothing to do with these people. God is fully aware of the people who can, man, <laughs> man, there's so many people who know the word of God, like the back of their hand. They can quote scriptures. Y'all trust me. I've been rebuked by God's word. I have been rebuked by God's word by people who call themselves lovers of God, Christians right? People who supposed to fear God are abusing me because I didn't agree with them. Abusing me because of what exactly? Now, again, I'm not a perfect person. No, not by far. I know that. But I know that I don't just the just who I am. I'm not for conflict. I'm not for any of that not that it matters but I just wanted to paint a picture real real quick that I'm not the one who wants any issues with anybody but what I do is I stand up for myself now what I do now is I set boundaries now um and I speak the truth I don't just allow people to say whatever they want to say to me and I, I don't accept it so if I don't accept what you're saying if I put up a boundary then I get abused, then I get rebuked, and then all this craziness, right? I've had people say that now I'm a, um, what did they say? That I'm operating in a religious spirit. (laughs) It's just, I mean, I won't go into that because it's not important, but what I'm saying to you guys, pay attention to that and know that if it's not God, is not God. And we know to just pray for this pe- those people because, I mean, God is literally every single day, um, especially since yesterday, I've been needing God to remind me that the forgiveness, like that is at the forefront of my mind right now. And I just feel led to tell you guys, like we have to just forgive these people. We have to allow God to walk us through, right? Walk us through... Um, whatever it is that you need to deal with it, whether you need to process something with God and you need God to explain to you or show you something, whatever it is that you need, but get that healing because we like, I I don't want to be like that. And I, and I'm not saying it in a judgmental way. I still need help with that part is trying to, how do I make a statement without judging somebody? I still need help with that part. But where my heart is really is I can see that because it's the same pattern, it worries me. When I see so many people who has this form of godliness, but they really don't fear God because then they wouldn't handle God's people the way they do. 
They don't even mimic Christ, if you think about it. It's almost like the Pharisees. You know, like, okay, you know the word, but you guys aren't living by the word. That not worries me because I see it so much. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, is it inevitable? Like, God, I don't want to be like that. And God said to me, I have to make sure that I humble myself. That is the root of all this, is that people don't want to humble themselves. So, with that being said, you guys, um, I don't want to ramble too much. As y'all know, I like to talk. Um... I just want you guys to just recognize between the two. Um, Yes, we are all sinners and we've all fallen short. Um, You know, and it doesn't matter what the sin is really, you know, but the difference again is someone who can admit that they're wrong in a humbled way, okay? And um, just turn away from that and just try to make it right. God says that we're supposed to be peacemakers. We're supposed to be peacemakers. We all have to be in a place where we can repent and just think like, you know what? It's not that serious. The enemy is for division. The enemy is for strife. The enemy is for drama. All that is not God. Um, you guys, so I'm, I'm again, I'm not going to keep going and saying the same thing over and over again. I just hope that you guys understand this. And the last verse I'm going to read is verse 7. This is still in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 7. These people are always learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Okay. They have so much information. Um, they just know so much word. And they ha- they're, you would think that they're so seasoned. They're so seasoned in the word. And they know and they understand exactly what it means. They know what the word means. But they do not truly apply it to their lives. Um... Pay attention to that, you guys, okay? To just keep it black and white. God sees who treated you poorly, and he knows that you are hurt. But God is silencing the enemy right now. The truth is those people need prayer, they need deliverance, and they need to heal, They need to experience God's love in a deeper way, okay? So we need to forgive them and understand that it was never us, okay? It was never you. It was never me. It was deeper than us. Their issues were deeper than us. So I can't say that enough, that you were treated wrongfully because that person was hurting. You know, I just want the body of Christ to be healed. Um, I just want you guys to know the truth. You know, God wants you to know the truth. God wants you to know that that is not him. We have to get into the word ourselves. Know God for yourself. You know, I made the mistake of just running to people before I ran to God. 
And I think that's the beginning of a fall right there. When when we run to people, when we run to man before God. It's something I had to learn the hard way, <laughs> a very painful way. And, you know, if it's preventable, then let's just prevent it. So, I mean, that's just... That's just what happened with me. I'm just sharing with you guys. I'm being very transparent with you. And I just want you guys to just hear God. Hear God. Even like, shoot, don't even listen to me. Don't listen to me. Get in your word. Get in your word and you will see. And you will know God's character. And this is the beautiful thing. We'll be able to hold up God next to these people. Right? You see nothing. You hold up the enemy next to these people and it starts to look the same. And it's not the person, really. It's the spirit. It's the spirit that they're operating in. So let's not have any... And Okay, so that's... Let me just say that real quick, too. When God has, has began to start the healing process of other things, God kept showing me and kept highlighting the fact that is not the person because we we wrestle not against flesh and blood it is spiritual so it could just very well be that because someone is hurting and look y'all I'm not justifying anything because we all have choices and I'm not saying or agreeing with what the person did to you is right because it's not But what I'm saying, what God is saying, and it makes it easier for me to forgive, is that I remember that it's not the person, it's the spirit. But God does say, you know, have nothing to do with these people. So if these people have not changed, if these people have not repented, if these people are not trying, absolutely protect yourself and set boundaries. But we have to make sure we forgive and we we release it to God. Because we don't want to end up bitter, you know? That is just a vicious cycle that the enemy is trying to keep us in. Whatever he can to keep us from God. But God is saying, no, come back to him. Let go of the hurt. Let him heal you, okay? So that you can move on in your life. And you, right? You can now reach back and pull somebody else out who's been hurt by the church, This is all for God's glory, you guys. You know, he just wants his children. Okay, so again, um, after this, I'm going to have a... I did not know I was talking for 30 minutes, (sighs) y'all. Okay, so after this, I'm going to have a prayer, as you know, in in the following episode. You know, I thank you guys so much, and I appreciate you guys for you know, listening in. And I just pray that it ministers to you. I really pray that it does. I apologize if this was um, not as smooth as my other podcasts or my other episodes may have been. Um, again, y'all, like I am in this with you guys and uh, I'm just right there with you guys. So um, pray for me as well. Um if you can, like on your alone time. But again, I'm about to do the prayer uh, for the next episode. So I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.